It's time for the 32081 Scoreboard Show. Let's recap the latest weekly scores and highlights from around the county. Hello, I'm Todd, and welcome to the 32081 Scoreboard Show. There were some great high school games on the docket, including the Game of the Week, which featured Creekside against Nice. We will go to the high school scores in just a moment, but right now we're excited to get you caught up on the middle school football scores for Week 1. Some of the games were rained out, but not all, so let's go ahead and head out to Plantation Park and visit with Anthony Morace with the Mill Creek Mustangs. This is Anthony Morace representing the Mill Creek Academy Mustangs football team. The Mustangs started their season with a number of bright spots against the Pine Island Dolphins during a stormy evening at Plantation Park. Controlling the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, the Mustangs jumped out to a 30-0 halftime lead, highlighted by two touchdown runs by quarterback Carter Alvarez, a touchdown run by running back Candid Morton, and a 37-yard touchdown reception by wide receiver Enrique Ordonez. Ordonez also had two special teams moments, stacking the punter once and blocking a punt once. The second half had its share of tough and spectacular moments. In the third quarter, Ordonez recovered a fumble in Dolphins territory, and that was followed by running back Camden Morton running for a 45-yard touchdown, but it was called back on a holding call. Camden Morton would then tote the rock for a 59-yard touchdown run just two plays later. Morton would later have a 51-yard punt return for a touchdown erased by an illegal block, but one play later, running back Jason DeHaven would take it to the house on a 40-yard touchdown run. The Mustangs converted five out of six two-point conversions, and the defense preserved the shutout 46-0 to start the season strong. Thank you, Anthony. And while the Mustangs came away with a victory, on the other side of the field, it was also what they're billing as a season of first for the Dolphins. So let's check in with the Dolphins sideline reporter. After a rain delay lasting more than an hour, the Pine Island Dolphins faced the Mustangs of Mill Creek for their inaugural game at Plantation Park. The Dolphins had all the challenges you'd expect in the first game of a first-year program and lost decisively to the Mustangs. Highlights in the loss include a couple of runs of more than 25 yards by Jack Hoover and Connor Meadows. Arg Davis-Bear is credited with the first first down in Dolphins history. The Dolphins will take what they learn in the loss and improve on it next Wednesday when they take on the Valley Ridge Hawks in Nice High School. Start time is 7 p.m. Reporting for the 32081 scoreboard. Sean Thank you, Sean. And immediately following the Dolphins-Mustang game, the VRA Hawks took the field against last year's champions, the LPA Wolves. So let's check in with Tiffany with the VRA Hawks and see how that game fared. This is Tiffany Mason reporting from Plantation Park, where the Valley Ridge Hawks took on the Liberty Pine Wolves under the lights. Valley Ridge's O-line played great for Pfeiffer and Colbo to have a big night. Colbo finished with 100 yards rushing, 102 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. Teammate Piper had two touchdowns and 200 yards passing, ending the game with 20 points on the board. Meanwhile, Valley Ridge's D-line showed rust early on, but came up with a forced fumble by Adrian Lopez, and teammate Troy McLeod was there to fall on it, and was able to add another fumble recovery later in the game. D-line settled in and was strong all night. He had four sacks by Chase Vogel, and the rest of the defense, to pitch a shutout. Thank you, Tiffany. And a great thing happening this season is that several high schools are welcoming these middle school athletes to their stadiums. Let's check in with Sean Sweeney and the Fruit Cove Flyers who took on the Patriot Oak Chargers at the Creekside Knights Castle. This is Sean Sweeney uh, representing Fruit Cove Flyers. I'm here uh, live at the castle here for tonight's matchup between your Fruit Cove Flyers 
and Patriot Oak Chargers. Uh, Fruit Cove comes away with the victory 20-6 to in a very uh, hard-hitting physical matchup. Uh, your stars of the game include Bone uh, Hammett. Uh, he played both ways tonight, had eight solo tackles on defense, and had uh, two big blocks that resulted in two touchdowns. Also, uh, you had Connor Wynn, the uh, big defensive end, had a great game on uh, defense. He had uh, six solo tackles along with a sack and a pick uh, that resulted in, in in a score back on offense. And then our last star of the game is uh, uh, Malachi Dunn. He had a great game on, on both sides of the ball. Uh, he had close to 100 yards of total offense running the ball along with a touchdown and then also had a, a great pick towards the end of the game that really closed it out. Great game on both sides of the ball for uh, Fruit Cove, uh, and they're ready for the uh, matchup next week against uh, their their rival uh, over at uh, Swiss, which will be played at Bartram next week. Go Flyers. Thank you, Sean. And speaking of uh, the Swiss Point Raiders, let's go ahead and head on over to our sideline reporter for the Raiders, Brene, and get the story when the Raiders took on the Stingrays from Gamble Rogers. Reporting for the 32081 scoreboard show, this is Brene. This was the first game of the season. Tonight, the Raiders took on the Stingrays in a hard, fought battle to the end. The Stingrays came out on top with the final score of 0 to 28. There's always better luck next time, Raiders. Don't forget to hustle, kick, never quit. Let's go, Raiders. Woo! Thank you, Renee, and thank you to all of our sideline reporters. One of the games that was canceled due to weather conditions was Freedom Crossing against Palm Valley. However, we have a Falcons player join us on the scoreboard show right now. And now join us on the 32081 scoreboard show. It's Griffin, the center and linebacker from the Freedom Crossing Falcons in his second year. Griffin, thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. So, Griffin, last year you made the playoffs for the first time. Um, how has that really affected the team goals for this season? Uh, yeah, that's changed our goals because, like, being a newer team and making it to the playoffs was, like, a very proud moment for us. And then we have a lot of returning players this season, and we also got some new players joining us too. And then all of us eighth graders, we just want to leave with a championship. So let's talk about that with, a, with being an eighth grader, leading with a championship, making it to – the playoffs last year we got to talk about your head coach Andy Williams and I'm just curious how is he on the field from your perspective as a coach is he tough supportive a fun dude can, can you talk a little bit about coach Andy for me uh coach Andy keeps us motivated by pushing us to be our best and challenging us to work harder every day at practice he's definitely funny sometimes with his jokes and comments but when it comes to game time he's very serious and he always expects us to be successful on and off the field, and he reminds us of that every day at practice. Yep, that sounds like the Coach Andy I know for sure. So let's wrap this up, and, and I'm curious from a player's perspective, how important is it to you when you take the field and you see the cheerleaders, the parents, you know, fellow classmates, and just the community in general at the game cheering on you and your fellow players? Well, seeing everyone there with our team colors on and cheering for us is so important to me. I'm very thankful for my parents because they never miss a game and have supported me since I started playing football when I was five. Knowing that we have the support of our families, friends, and all of the cheerleaders and Falcons fans gets us pumped up and we want to do whatever it takes to win to make them proud. Our cheerleaders are the best too. They do so much for our team and we appreciate them so much. 
Well, Griffin, I want to thank you for joining us here on the 32081, and I want to wish you the best of luck, and I hope you get at least to kick off this week, because I know last week you got rained out, so I hope you guys finally get to take the field, have a great time, and have a fantastic and successful season. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Now on to our high school roundup. Let's start over at the Shark Tank with my good friend Brady Okla and see how the Sharks fared this weekend. The Pontevedra Sharks fell Florida High School out of Tallahassee by a score of 13-24 to 24 this Friday. Strong Sharks defense was spearheaded by Trooper Price and Maddox Babin. However, the Sharks offense struggled overnight to overcome the Florida High's dominant defense. A bye, a bye week will help the Sharks recover for their battle against Middleburg September 16th. Thank you. Thank you, Brady. Other scores include a shootout between Creekside and Nice. Over 1,000 yards combined offense between the Knights and the Panthers, but the Knights come out with a victory of 62-41. to Creekside will travel to Georgia on Friday to take on Glen Academy, who is 2-1, and beat Camden County 37-7 last Friday. The Panthers return to the den to host Fleming Island, who lit up the scoreboard against Ricards out of Tallahassee 51-20. Bartram traveled to Seabreeze and brings back a 2-0 record after defeating Seabreeze 38-27. The Bears head back south again this week to take on Maitland Buccaneers, who started their season last week with a 42-29 victory over DeLand. Menendez, coming off a big victory against Ridgeview, traveled to Inglewood and were defeated by the Rams 14-7. The Falcons now set their sights on hosting the Pine Ridge Panthers at a Deltona this Friday. The St. Augustine Yellow Jackets bounced back from their season opener against Bowles by beating Gibbs Gladiators out of St. Petersburg 48-12. Both the Barracudas and Toros were taking on Pirates this weekend. The Decoy Toros have now started their season 2-0 after they traveled to Daytona Beach and got a 47-22 victory over the Matanzas Pirates. The Barracudas got their first regular season victory in school history with a 17-13 victory over Fernandina Beach. The Toros will host the Bishop Kenyon Crusaders, and the Barracudas will travel to Christ Church in Mandarin this weekend. Thank you to all of our sideline reporters, and thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the show on the streaming platform of your choice, and be sure to give us a high rating if you enjoy. Thanks for listening to the 32081 Scoreboard Show. Thank you for listening to the 32081. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can join us for the next episode. I never miss an episode. It's the best. Until next time, take care.